1: Hello and welcome to Season 2 of Wannabe Walk-Ons, a Nebraska football and craft beer podcast. I'm Drew and I
2: am joined by my co-host Ben. Thanks Drew. Each episode during the Nebraska football season, Drew and I sample beers both local and beyond while sharing our unique brand of Husker Insight. We encourage you to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Wannabe Walk-Ons for the most up-to-date show information. And please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite
1: podcast platform or stream each episode on WannabeWalkOns.com. New
2: episodes drop during the Nebraska football season every Tuesday at 11 a.m. On this week's episode, Drew and I are taking you on a trip to Hardington, Nebraska, to the place where it all began. We're sitting down with Reed, the brewmaster at Big Hair Brewhouse, to celebrate their one-year anniversary and reflect back on the year that was. I'm Ben. And I'm Drew. And this is Wannabe Walk-Ons.
0: Wannabe Walk-Ons!
2: All right, everybody, you know him as the man behind such hits as Seven Seas of Rye Pale Ale, Fields of Gold Cream Ale, our personal favorite, Barry Davis Eyes, and Sweet Emotion. He is the brewmaster behind Hardington, Nebraska's own Big Hair Brew House. You can meet him in person next week at Lagerfest at Stinson Park in Omaha, Nebraska, from 12 to 4 p.m. You can meet Drew and I, too, but who cares? (laughs) Guys, welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Reed Trenhale. Reed, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Our first question for Reed. We're going to dive right in. how the hell are you, man?
3: You know, uh, Mike Myers said it best in uh, Wayne's World. I'm a year older, another year wiser, and I'm starting to grow hair in really weird places. <laughs> <laughs> no, See, I'm doing well, guys. I've never been better.
1: Great. Yeah, we're 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 not necessarily interested in the body oh, hair, but we are fair, interested fair. in the brewery aspects. How's, how's it been? Uh, you know, first year being open out it here. It was
3: it was a good it was a good year. A lot of changes. A lot of learning. Um, a lot of learning yeah <laughs> what's been that what's been like the number one lesson there for you time management yeah <laughs> uh, it's been a roller coaster Some yeah. days you got some days everything's going right everything's clicking next thing you know you got a nothing's clicking
0: so. yeah.
1: when when we first came out here you had you had three beers ready to go uh, rocking and rolling for that first weekend and you got up to twelve
3: so definitely you're juggling you know, a lot more we had uh, we had all twelve on tap for about six months every uh about every style imaginable i think we're up to i think almost 30 different styles that we've made in a little over a year so
2: have any of those styles surprised you as far as what locals are really enjoying is there
3: yes um i was thoroughly surprised uh right now on tap we have uh an extra special bitter and called comfortably numb and i was blown away how it's just a nice session uh malt forward ale and people are just loving it so that's really cool and then of course people love their uh they're little yellow beers, so uh, we got our B side lager, which will be out at Lager Fest this next weekend. So it'll that one, that one I can't make enough of. So. Yeah, and of course cream
2: Creamales. Always, always good. Crem- yeah, ales for the win. I yeah. feel like yeah. I feel like Reed just introduced us to cream because a cream is <laughs> not a beer that you would like seek out. Yeah, but we had that that what is it. Fields of Gold, Fields of Gold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was chasing it, man. Like I really <laughs> was. I was riding that.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll thank Matt from uh, Code Beer for introduce me to Creamales he has their continuous waves that's a, that's a good one yeah. nice
2: nice we've we've had some great creamales on the on the show but none of them match the the rush it didn't yeah nothing lived up to
1: <laughs> to what we had it's even here so better now so. yeah is it <laughs> oh yeah all oh, right well, we can't yeah, wait to you
3: guys had the first iteration and now it's on it's about seventh and it's better than ever so Oh, well,
2: awesome. Can't wait to sample that. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to go steal some
3: from the tanks.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, fresh off the tank. Yeah, right. oh, fresh yeah. off. You, off. you fresh. do know that
2: we don't post these podcasts. We we only do this so that people invite us in, so we can go hey. drink what's in the tank. Hey, that's a perk, I suppose. Yeah, it's it's the best. got To get your wins when you can get them. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the best worst investment we've ever made. Hey, it really is.
3: I could say that about a few things.
2: <laughs> so Reed, we've got three beers that you poured for us again before ten a.m. We walk in and, and Reed comes in with. A handful of beers ready to go for us can you tell us a little bit about what we're what we're sampling just let's go beer by beer
3: yeah uh well mine's gone but um (laughs) the first one is our anniversary ale I thought it'd be fun to do a um a big hair themed beer and we call it hairball and that'll also be uh, down at the lager fest this next weekend yeah it's just a good malt forward easy drinking black lager which honestly normally they come out in the fall time or Mm -hmm. the winter time but eh, screw it summertime let's have a black let's have a glass of hair bowl Go uh,
1: ahead. i was i like i like drinking black lagers year round even in the summer because yeah you do run into like all the summer beers coming out and sometimes i do want that yeah. roasty flavor yep. but i don't want something heavy yep. like a stout and i don't want the big hitters and the imperials yep. and all that and this is yeah this is great it gives you very
2: drinkable quality but you still get that yep. roast to yep. it. Yeah, it's fun. got, it's nice got that backbone right at the end mm-hmm. that finishes with that. This is the beer for people who always say, I don't like dark beers. Yeah, I don't sure. like stouts. I don't like porters. I don't yeah. like, okay, we'll try a black lager. And In that same vein, a black IPA. You know, get into those modes, and that's kind of the, the, the gateway beer yeah. oh, for, sure. for experiencing that. So really nice, really drinkable, and, yeah, that, that malt finish with that roastiness is just. For sure,
3: yeah. That's, it turned out fantastic. Huh? Thanks to Jeremy down at Divot's for giving me the yeast for it oh nice. yeah i was, uh, I was yeah. a dollar short and a buck late yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're
2: big fans of jeremy jeremy here's oh. our shout out to you you've done yeah. so much for this podcast and he's it's great a, to hear you doing he's, a ton for reason he's, he's done a lot, for, done me. A lot yeah. for me as well yeah. he's,
3: he's been a great mentor and uh um, also just a good friend
2: so. who who would you say has the better mustache oh for me well he doesn't have a mustache oh so. he's got oh he does he's got well, it well, yeah he's
3: well, yeah well uh, um, he, i Okay. Uh, still you. <laughs> so you don't even realize he
2: has one, so it can't be. I
3: haven't seen him for a few weeks, so. Okay. You know, it's they got Jeremy withdrawals.
2: He's got kind of like an Errol Flynn thing going, where it's the mustache with a little goatee oh, underneath, gotcha, little gotcha. Robin Hood look nice. sort of thing. Yeah, nice. yeah. Anyways. kind of like
3: uh, yeah, Doc Holliday and Tombstone. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except not quite as. Crisp.
2: No. No.
3: No Val Kilmer. Yeah.
2: So next to the to the black logger, <laughs> what do we got? What do we got uh, up to we bat? We
3: have our uh, probably our flagship stout, which is a coffee chocolate and vanilla milk stout. It, uh, it's called Midnight Special. It is midnight and it is special. Um, it's a really good coffee-forward kind of breakfasty y tasting beer since it is 10 o'clock, and uh, it's just been a really solid beer. It's kind of an iteration of another beer um, that we made, but a few different tweaks, and I think those tweaks kind of ironed it out, made it a lot better. So,
2: if, if I could be presumptuous, were any of the tweaks to kind of take away some of the bitterness, because it is a very kind of – Sweet and calm beer. I don't feel like it's super no, heavy actually, on bitterness or anything like that.
3: Uh, no, I uh, the first milk style we made was called Cat's Eyes, and uh, I didn't really care for the name Cat's Eyes, so I made the same beer and added the adjuncts and then many it. <laughs> So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the tweak was the name.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, exactly. you nailed it the first yeah. go-around because it has a really there nice not,
3: There is nothing wrong with Cat's Eyes, but it just, I didn't care for the name. So it's, yeah. a, it, Cat's Eyes was a great beard too. That was a, a milk stout as well that was really good. And it, honestly, that was super coffee-forward without having any coffee in it. And this has just got some coffee in it and uh, some dark chocolate and uh, some vanilla. So.
1: Yeah, it's got a nice, like... Creamy, creamy quality yeah. to it. It's a silky, smooth, drinkable. But yeah, definitely that coffee flavor just shines
2: on yeah. that one without being
1: bitter. Yeah.
2: It's a really nice pairing with the black lager, to be honest. They, yeah. they play off the each other really forth. well. Yeah. Um, it might kind of accentuate the bitterness in the black lager and kind of those roasty notes. Yep. And then also take away from some of the bitterness from that milk stout, pairing those two sure. together. Yeah, absolutely.
1: What's the, uh, what's this third option and we got the going the
2: third here? option
3: is our good old orange crush coming back hot and heavy. Uh, this was a big crowd f- uh, favorite back in October. We only got about half of it because I goofed up and it refermented on me and within holding. So this time it's a, just a nice uh, low four and a half percent ABV uh, wheat ale with good old orange juice concentrate in it, and it's drinking a glass of OJ. Yeah, really. It's, yeah, it is. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's so yeah.
1: It's it's interesting. It's like yeah. It's like I've got a cup of coffee and a cup of orange juice in front of me. Like I almost expect to look down and see like a plate of eggs and bacon no, too. You know. It's, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's good, but um, like the orange juice is
2: definitely there, but it's still like a solid like just wheat
1: beer. It's got that yeah.
2: wheat quality yeah. to it. With with the carbonation and with that orange juice flavor, it all just works really well together. And then that that wheatiness provides just a little bit of a of a funk. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. Just a little bit yeah. of kind of that. That creamy quality that reminds you that you're still drinking a beer, yeah, yes. But yeah. a beer that I could sit on oh, my yeah. porch and drink about six or seven yeah. of these, right? Oh, yeah. Watch the sunrise. <laughs> <laughs>
3: back back, back <laughs> in college, we uh, we called them uh, redneck mimosas, orange beers. <laughs> so we'd dump a you know can of Bush Light or Coors Light or whatever, and just top it off with a little orange juice and redneck mimosa right there. Nice, yeah, yeah.
2: Did you I just like give that. us your recipe? Was that the recipe? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank um, you for giving us these beers to sample. They're they're all yeah, fantastic. Yeah, no problem. I can't wait to to explore what else there is out yeah, here. Yeah, we
3: got, we got six more to try still. So oh well, we we've got, got a future of, episode
2: too that we're going to be recording out here as well. So we'll dive in. We'll definitely dive in. Um, but kind of going back to talking about Hardington and and embracing you guys over this past year, like, what has that experience been like specifically serving the town and the community? How has that? It's been felt?
3: it's been awesome. Um, we've had a few festivals Uh, we had a tutti palooza this past september which was super cool we had eight different live music acts throughout the day here music started about like two or three or three or four o'clock i don't remember of course it was during football games so we had to have some of it in here so people could watch the game and then the big acts and stuff were out in front of the street we had a booth out there with all our beer place was packed it was awesome the street closed off it was super cool. we were able to um, go to some different beer festivals, and it's really cool getting some locals into that stuff and being like, "Oh hey, I'm from that town." You know, that's awesome. Cause like we were down at Norfolk at the Big Chill, and uh, we had some we had some fan or some friends of ours from here in town that came down. And then you know, it's, you don't want to put yourself as a rock star, but it's just like they're like, "Oh yeah, we know you." It's like, "Oh yeah," you know, it's 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 fun. Yeah. It's and cool. I'm excited yeah. for Omaha this next weekend, and it's. I'm very much looking forward to it because I know I I know a friend of mine from back home is going to be there and a bunch of other people. So
2: yeah, that Lagerfest is no joke on its
1: lineup. Yeah, I yeah. was looking at that. I was like, yeah, and I'm I'm stoked about it. I'm I'm excited. Um, there's a lot of you know the, the familiar the uh, ones, Nebraska yeah. breweries that everybody the dogs, knows, yeah. but the, but there's a lot of other other these smaller breweries from other communities yeah. coming into town, and it's going to be. I, th- I hope it's great exposure for. Yeah. Everybody I remember
3: when Matt and Dave brought that up at a uh, Brewers Guild meeting. I look at Jeremy Kirby. I go, we're "Fucking going." Yeah, for sure. I wanted to. <laughs> we're we're a bunch of crispy boys that love crispy beers, so we're fucking going. Well, it's a
1: cool concept because, like, I'm used to like, you know, extreme beer fest where it's like, well, let's be bring our biggest, hardest hitters, and it's like, no, it's just like a good, like, this is a good, like, we're gonna showcase the crispy, the lagers, yeah, 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 the crisps, yeah. Crisps. So hot hot day outside you got hot
2: barbecue the, you got beer that beer is going
3: go, to go down like water oh,
1: oh yeah for sure for
2: sure it'll be a blast gonna be so. a, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of dads oh, a lot dad. of dads at lagerfest a lot of jorts yeah a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot I'm, of I'm, I'm
3: i'm gonna go buy a pair
2: are you and where yeah yeah i'm gonna
3: go to dad mode i got the re- i got the new balances on now oh, oh man. Hell yeah we're gonna, we're gonna rock it
2: Gonna yeah. gonna mow the lawn so there's some fresh grass stains on them after this <laughs> there you go
1: well, you talked about learning a lot in this first year. Um, usually with learning, we learn from failure. We learn from, you know, the unexpected. Was there anything that, that kind of caught you off guard or surprised you this first year with, with um, growing the brewery?
0: More
3: or less, it was just doing it the first way, kind of what I thought was the right way of doing it, and then, finding the, then tasting the end product and being like, oh, okay. Talking to people, Jeremy mostly, um, and just being like, hey, how can I make this better? And then he'd be like, well, oh, okay, well then, then do this, do this. And obviously he went to school for this. I just read books. So then I'd do it. And then all of a sudden it tastes better. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, like, I mean, obviously it's trial and error, but uh, mm-hmm. there, there, there's some beers that uh, I, my first new England style attempt was an absolute failure. Uh, the beer went over well, but it wasn't uh, near hoppy enough or what I wanted, but then the next iteration better. And then right now we have Haley's Comet on right now. Shout out to Haley, my fiance. That was a, is a knock, knocked out of the park. So, I mean, it's a very solid uh, Comet style, um, kind of a multi-hop beer that I kind of just threw a bunch of stuff in, but it turned out great. Yeah, We'll have to have that one
2: next. I mean, Drew, for you as kind of a home brewer, I got to imagine that that's encouraging to hear, right? Is that it's not necessarily the first go. It's sticking with it and continuing to evolve the recipes and and keep trying and, and kind of knowing that, on a professional scale versus at a home scale. Yeah, I got to well, do it
3: with nobody watching,
1: nobody <laughs> tasting.
2: You know, it's like well, it's just all-
3: like with the, this orange crush, or whatever. The first time I made it, um, I made the mistake of letting it sit at room temp while there was five gallons of orange concentrate, or orange juice <laughs> concentrate in it, and it re-fermented, and I lost. I had to go dump, you know, three quarters of it down the drain just to get another keg out of it, and yeah. it stunk. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, but then this time around, I remembered, hey. Make sure you keep it refrigerated, <laughs> 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 and and uh, now we're drinking it now still. So
1: yeah, I imagine it. I I, I imagine it's hard to you know to create something and then put it out there because you know you're gonna get feedback. Yeah. Yep. But you probably get you get feedback from the public. You know, people who frequent the the brewery. You get you know guys like Jeremy Kirby who are yep. giving you advice and stuff. What's that like for you? Like, how do you how do you take in, you know, people's advice the feedback how do you work that in your process of of evolving beer
3: i i enjoy getting uh comments about my beer i haven't had one that i would say i've spat out yet (laughs) that's good (laughs) so that's called that's par for the course i guess for right now um i do enjoy people's criticisms uh my dad is another big uh critique of mine he's not i he's just i'm trying to get him into craft beer and He's probably the most honest person I know. So if he says it's good, then it's good. And if he says it's bad, then it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so just kind of take note of it um, and try again next time.
2: Well, you know, you, you talk about that relationship that you have with Jeremy and how, how that has helped you evolve as a brewer and, and made you a stronger brewer and how you're kind of learning from your mistakes and all that sort of thing. But that relationship with Jeremy is really great because, you know, you're, you're now stre- stretching over to another brewery and it's, yep. it's continuing to build that, that friendship and that camaraderie. Are there other breweries that you've that you've partnered with, or uh, yeah. um, has this year helped you kind of reach out to other guys? Or guys been more? Yeah. Let's see.
3: Uh, well, Greg down in Johnny Bird in my hometown, Wayne. Um, he's been a huge help. Um, Mike uh, Fred take. I think I, I totally just butchered his last name, but up at Upper Room in Kearney.
2: it's pronounced Smith. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, he's the brewery at Upper Room. I met him down in Kearney. And, uh, do the brew, and he's been a huge help. I we're this next, not in July, but the next month we're gonna be. Re- I'm gonna be making my first sour, and uh, he's been a huge help with that because um, I've never made one before in my entire life. So
2: we'll see how that goes. Well, Drew will tell you that even if you screw up, nobody will tell the difference on a sour. A sour
1: is literally a. <laughs> it's literally a fucked up beer. <laughs>
3: I opened a I opened not not that's a fucked up beer, but I opened <laughs> I opened I opened a bottle of a, a year a year old uh, Cross Strains Flanders Red. Oh my gosh. Last night. Yeah. I was just I was just like, treat yourself. <laughs> and and I opened it up after I've had it since probably I think April. Yeah. And I opened it up no, it was before April. It would have been shit, it would have probably been like January. I opened it up and I had to, and I'm still trying to train Haley's palate for beer. And uh, she took a whiff of it and took a sip of it, and she goes, "Yeah." I go, "I go, <laughs> I go, I go Well, it's a, it's lambic, so it's gonna it's gonna taste, you know, terrible.
0: Yeah,
1: it changes the pH balance <laughs> yeah, of the air but, around it. Yeah. <laughs> and I,
3: I was sitting there just drinking it like it's wine. And then she goes, "How are you drinking that right now?" I go, "This is probably one of the best beers I've ever had in my entire life. It was so good."
1: Yeah, Cross Train does a lot of fun oh my fun stuff like that that you can pick up and I, and I do like so like I don't do sours but I trust I trust them. Yeah. And so I'm willing too. if
3: if I'm going to explore it, you know, a style I don't like, I'll There's only that's every where I once I in a while I crack into my cellar, especially for myself. Usually I try mm-hmm. sharing them, but yeah. uh, last night was a treat yourself kind of night and uh yeah. that was that was a good one to treat myself on. That was amazing.
2: He he knew he was going to have to put up with us, so he was like, I better be fucking rolling for this. <laughs> then then
3: I, I finished the bottle, and I look at it, it's like, oh, shit, it's 9%. <laughs> and they're not tiny bottles. No, no they're, not.
2: And they're not tiny bottles. Drink you have break. the
3: next question? Drink
2: break. You have the next Yeah, break. let's take a drink break. Okay. All right. Everyone, pick up your beer and have a drink. <laughs> drink have break. a drink. A little drink break. Drink break. Now, you, you talked about you know going with gluten-free options, and you've talked about expanding what you have on tap. You bring in seltzers. You bring in uh, all this other stuff to kind of – cater to the town? Have, have there been other changes that you guys have found to your business model or the way that, that you go about? I mean, um, due to the area around you, you know, the, the Globe Chop House opened up across the street from you guys, so there's opportunity there. Um, are there things that you anticipated, didn't anticipate, and you've kind of pivoted on that front?
3: Um, we kind of, uh, we've expanded our food menu a little bit here recently. Uh, we got um, some gluten-free options. Our new tap, our tap room manager, Lacey, she's gluten-free, so we we're like, oh, well, just get some gluten free options for everyone. And uh, the way it sounds, I've been going over gangbusters. So that's cool. Um, obviously, we still got the popcorn machine. Um, that's nice. That's a staple here. That's yeah. A staple. I saw you got like
1: pulled pork
2: nachos. Yeah. That's, Hell yeah.
3: I had them a couple weeks ago. They were uh, pretty decent.
1: Yeah.
2: So. Another ringing endorsement. <laughs> They're, <laughs> They're pretty, pretty right. decent. They're pretty all right. <laughs> They're
0: pretty all right.
2: <laughs>
3: Uh, we're, we oh yeah. And that's another big thing. Um, we have cans now. We, uh, we have switched over from growlers to 16 ounce doll boys and that's been going over very well. Uh, we, I just, I liked the idea of cans, uh, after as one of the meetings, in Omaha, talking to Dave and Matt and, uh, it just seemed like 16 ounce cans were the way to go. Orange juice is coming back up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 16 ounce cans are the way to go. I didn't, i Kind of was shooting for, like, 500-milliliter cans, like kind of the short crawlers, but uh, the, the machinery for it was a little out of our price range, so we uh, we shot for the low ball, and we got that, and it's—I I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, come down here, snag a can while you're doing yard work, and then go for, back for a, us, feels the gold, you
2: know. For us, when it comes to— finding breweries, especially, you know, we've, we've really tried to focus central, western, northern, southern, and stayed away from the Omaha Lincoln market because that's what's easy to get, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Coming out to places like this is a drive. It's a, it's a day. It's an event. It's yeah. something that we get to look forward to. But when you want to bring stuff home, a crawler is like, well, I got to drink it tomorrow. Yeah. Whereas yeah. when and we it's find- It's a lot. It, it is. a big, yeah. yeah. So when we find a place that does, can, it's exciting. It's like, hey, we can, we can make a day out of that. And then when yeah. we want to bring something back, it can keep. I can share it. Yeah. You know, I can yeah. trade it. I can, yeah. I can do what I need to with it. So- if, if I could make a plea with any breweries that are listening who don't have distribution, a canning machine is, is huge. Yeah. And I, and, and I think there, there are, there are very price reasonable ones out there that are very affordable and very,
3: uh, I mean, obviously you're, you're still accepting probably about a two grand cost, but yeah. I mean, that's still, that's, it'll pay for itself eventually. It's a, yeah, like that, well, Our crawler machine's already paid for itself and the, all the labels we get from, uh, well, shout out to another, uh, guild, uh, member, be, uh, be, Express labels at um, Omaha—they do a really great job, and I know they do a lot of other things for everyone else. So
1: yeah, I say guys like us will come with a fucking—I got a cooler, cooler. I got it buckled Bu- in the back seat. In. Yeah. I don't want it shifting to around. Go. Yeah, you
2: know, your well, beard deserves better than that. we don't want it to come that. back home empty. We're gonna, right. we're gonna pack it, pack it to the gills, you know. So <laughs> when it when it does come to your cans, I've noticed some of them are upside down. They, uh,
3: we just now recently started canning our um, Joyride, which is our seltzer that we make here that was another new addition uh we made that for basically tutti palooza and uh the music festival and uh yeah so then it we we flavor it after we pour it out of the can so or out of the tap so it, it's basically a blank seltzer and then we flavor it after the taps that's our trade secret Jeremy stole it from me. He tells you he <laughs> oh, did. Oh, no, he, he stole he the Skittle so, packs and oh, yeah. the Starburst oh, packs yeah. oh, and all oh, that. I'm yeah. so no, proud he, of that. We were, we were talking about wow. it. I was telling about that, and then okay. uh, it, it's fine. I'm okay. I'm over it, Jeremy. But uh, <laughs> you, sound, you sound over it. I'm we over sound it. good. I'm over it, but uh, yeah, no, uh, we we came up with that i not that idea. I'm sure people have done it way before them, but our idea of that because we we're like, well, no one likes just one flavor of seltzer, and that's hard. Yeah. And it's when you when you only make three barrels at a time, it's it's hard to commit just to one flavor so we just decided oh well we're just gonna have nine flavors yeah yeah <laughs> and so and it's been going over gangbusters you know it's it's just a blank seltzer you, we have sugar-free options so you can you know it's it goes over very well so it's it's a good one and so then when the can's upside down it's just like like a chalada like a chelada beer you know you got to have it upside down and then you flip it and then all the all the stuff falls back in, that's the flavoring. Oh, gotcha. Like that. So that, yeah, Lacey just started doing that not too long ago, so. But no, it seems to be going very well, so. Yeah,
1: that's a great idea. I remember when, when Jeremy told us about it, I was, I was like, man, that's, that's an incredible idea. I'm gonna have to write him an angry email, <laughs> you know, let him know, like, hey, <laughs> nah,
2: stealing right. this how, stuff. How, but how nah. dare you? Yeah. How dare you lend all this support to, to yeah. read yeah. and then just steal an idea from him point blank?
3: That's a pretty good.
2: That's a pretty good inside
1: job, though, on his part. Yeah, yeah. that's
3: funny because uh, yes. <laughs> okay, so right when I first started, I borrowed I borrowed uh, two bags of corn from Jeremy, plate corn, and he gave me so much shit about it. And then yesterday on our fa- uh, the Nebraska Brewers Guild Facebook page. <laughs> He, he's asking for seventy to hundred pounds of corn, and I just replied, "Dot dot dot." Wink. <laughs> and he's just like he's texts me back. He goes, "Screw you, Reed. Oh man! I go, "Where's the corn now, Jeremy?" <laughs> uh-huh. I repaid him. I repaid him for all the corn too. So it's not like it's my fault that he hadn't, didn't have hundred pounds of corn. <laughs> Other than that, I don't. Style-wise, I guess. Yeah. Um, obviously, that so you gotta switch, you know, switch up the styles and stuff. But at the same time, it's okay making yellow beers to switch over the Bush Light drinkers to the craft beer drinkers. And honestly, when back when I was behind the bar all the time, I'd have people that drink Bud Light every single day of their life, and then I'd be like, "Hey, just try this one." Is that, the, this fields yeah. golden. B-side is this? Ah, oh, for real. Yeah.
1: Is is that? Is, do you have do you have a, a mission there? Like, are you like on a you're trying to convert people, no, no, I'm or on no crusade to convert okay. people?
3: But at the same time, it's 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 cool when it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can I imagine. I'm not going to force anyone because I I drink Cruise Light on the golf course. I drink. Oh yeah. yeah well, mm-hmm. actually, my new Michelob Golden Light has been able to get to the golf course and in town. First time I've seen it ever across the Missouri River. I'm drinking the crap out of that. That was an old. That was an old college staple that I used to drink <laughs> yeah. all the time. That's gold. Yeah, Michelob Golden. But no, I I am in no no hurry to convert this town to a bunch of craft beer drinkers. If they want to be, if they want to. They can. If they don't, then yeah. So be it.
2: I think that's a a common misconception amongst a lot of craft beer drinkers is is we also drink Bushlight. We also drink Coors Light. Like there's there's a time and a place. Like I don't want to get done mowing the lawn and then go drink like an eight percent friggin' Oreo stout and be yeah. like, yeah, that's relaxing. Yeah. This, this,
0: <laughs> It
2: yeah.
3: tastes yeah. so good. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> as, you're, as you're choking it down. This shot oh. of,
2: of maple syrup is delicious. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Straight to the vein. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, uh, you know, golf courses is, is one of the things you talk about. Like, when I drink a beer and, and you find a craft beer, it's like, oh man, that could be a golf course beer if only the d- distribution was there or something like that. Like, it hits those notes or a post lawnmow or a yeah. shower beer yeah. or something like that. Like, beers kind of serve a, a, a spot in life. And they fit really well in in certain areas. And I mean, to me, that's what kind of being a craft beer drinker is. It's like, I know what beer goes with what event or with what moment or something like that. As opposed to, yeah, as opposed to.
1: It's pairing without being
2: pretentious, you know, kind of thing. Pairing with the moment, not with the food or something like that. So I I appreciate that, that you're not trying to convert anyone and you're just saying, hey, you know, try this too. You're here. You might as well give it a go.
3: And uh, I think that's a lot of, that's uh, one of our, one of our, perspectives right when we opened this place up is that we were going to cater to as many people as possible and if that's someone who drinks has drank Budweiser the past 50 years then it, but they come to a brewery and they say brewery and they don't really know that we have that kind of stuff and they're like oh what's your lightest and then they have say like our b-side like Fields of Gold then all of a sudden they're like oh I'll drink that then I mean that's that's good stuff you know yeah yeah it's like
1: it's acknowledging yeah hey you like this yeah cool yeah I got something else yep. you might like. Correct.
2: I also think that there's, you know, there's a trend in beer right now. Like you talked about Michelob Ultra. My wife and my father-in-law, they're they're big fans of Michelob Ultra uh, Cactus Lime, right? And you don't realize that you can go to a brewery and you can also get something like um, a flavored beer, like these flavored beers yeah. that are made with real ingredients and stuff like that. That kind of match those flavor profiles, but then you lose that artificialness, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You you just you're just left with kind of the raw ingredients. And so it's it's kind of this negotiation piece where it's like you don't need to be embarrassed about the beer you drink. Yeah. Come into a brewery and say, "Here's what I normally drink," yeah. and the guys behind the bar, the gals behind the bar, sure, usually have a good idea. Yeah, they'll they'll pair you up right. And if if you don't like it, you know that's what little samples are for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you draw
1: a crowd in. I mean, obviously the beer probably brings a lot of people, but you guys use a lot of other stuff. You brought food on board now and yep. live music. Yeah, we have
3: we have live music. Uh, we have the Cedar County Fairs this weekend, so we don't have any live music this weekend, but. Um, yeah we have live music every weekend. Uh, they play right up over there by the brewery um, We've had some crazy good acts yeah it's just everything some just something to bring in a crowd
1: yeah it's kind of filled out have you i mean did, were you were you directed your had you directed your business towards something? were you like looking to move towards something or were you just kind of feeling your way in the dark? I natural a lot of it
3: was just build a place that people can come and hang out and feel comfortable and at ease. Good drinks, all right food. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, 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 kidding. There's nothing wrong with the food here, um, but that's that, food wasn't our main option. Food right. is just to keep people in their seats. Yeah. Uh, but like, good beer, good drinks, uh, and just good entertainment. And yeah. um, and I, we've had busy, crazy, busy nights when there isn't anything going on here. It's just they just we needed a a focal point where people can come and hang out here. Yeah. And it, uh, the town has just. I don't, I don't, I don't know how this would be anything but a brewery or a bar right now, like yeah. this building. Yeah. You
1: know? It. When we came here the first time, like, I I remember being blown away, and speaking for Ben probably yeah. too. Like, yeah, coming back the second time, like still incredibly impressed, but also just like it's familiar. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it was it's, like I think Ben, you said it was like feeling like it felt like home. coming home. Yeah. yeah. and it's just yeah, it's just a there's something about just being here, you know, in this spot that's just it's just good, it's just
2: right familiar yeah. it's yeah and i think i think a huge part of that too is like when you look around i know it's it's silly and it's simple but like just looking at decor and just seeing that like these are signs from businesses past these are signs from places that yeah, mean that, uh, something
3: that's from uh the scoreboard is from the auditorium here in town mm-hmm. uh that's the skyline ballroom that's where you my, just saw that driving my, in yeah my yeah. wedding reception gonna be that's the surge sign that used to hang out in front that was from uh jimmy across the street at anderson auto body shout out to him uh, he's been a huge support of everything, and big help. And uh, he gave that up, he gave that to us. He goes, "This is just shit sitting in my shop. Have it, hang yeah. it up." Yeah. And then like uh, my uncle gave me that sign. That's an old, that's a surge sign, you know. And then it's just we're only getting more stuff, you know. Yeah. Which
1: is awesome. And and we we sit here. You know, it, you're not open yet. We're we're here before hours. It's empty. Um, but you then you imagine like bringing in a crowd, bringing people you know you know, maybe like a few out of towners here and there and and some atmosphere and some live music and like something you can, you can, you can imagine how just wonderful it would be just to, just to be here on like a late Saturday night with, with that crowd and with that energy. So
2: do folks realize how good they have it here? I mean, in this spot and I, and I don't mean (laughs) to like, I don't mean to like shoot down locals or anything like that, but I mean, when you walk into a place like this, it's wholly unlike anything that Mm -hmm. we have in Omaha. Yeah. Uh, you've got almost kind of like a speakeasy front and then the doors open up to this beautiful arch ceiling and this open space. And it's like, man, I could see having a really nice date night in the front. I could see having, getting the boys together in the back. I could see a whole lot of different scenarios here. I know that right after you open, you had like a mimosa bar and you had like a baby shower in here. Like there's, there's something really special about this place. And I'm just, I I hope that people appreciate that. I'm just curious if they do.
3: They do. There's a lot of pride here in Ardington for this place. And, uh, they, uh, they definitely respect what we've built and you know they uh they see what we've built and then they just they really do appreciate what we have here
2: that's great and i mean you you mentioned you know you wanted to create a focal point for people to come with good drinks with food that has them stick around but i don't want you to sell yourself short that it's also the people behind the 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 company that it's you guys too yeah you know we we wouldn't want to come back if it weren't for guys like yourself who are so inviting and so welcoming and eager to share and excited to share. You don't have to wipe those tears. Oh, right. <laughs> Swipe the sweet sleep from, uh, <laughs> oh, I got dusty in here yeah. all of a sudden, but I mean, you guys really, it, it's not just the building. It's not just the space. It's the hospitality oh, and the welcoming you. feeling yeah, that we, we have, get. We have, we, we have, a great, great, great staff.
3: And that Reed, I'm that, talking about you, man. Oh. Like you're a great
2: host. You're so kind.
3: Oh, well, thank you're so guys. welcoming. That. And, Thanks.
2: and and like, we look forward to talking to you because yeah you know, your spirit is injected into this place too. And I think mm-hmm. you should, you should take a moment to at least celebrate yourself you. on that Thank front. you. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. cheers. 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 Cheers to that. You.
0: Thank
2: you. Yeah. Put a lot of work in this place. and it's It shows. It does. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those places where like, it looks like it comes easy. It's organic. It is. So coming back from a refill break, if you will, Reed, you just dropped. Two more beers in front of us, one in a big glass and one in a very tiny, dangerous-looking glass. (laughs) Uh, So
3: normally it's just sold in tulip, but that we have our first is uh, called No Leaf Clover. We dropped this uh, day before Saint Patrick's Day, and it is a imperial Irish red ale.
2: Ooh, eight percent. This is oh no, (laughs) oh no.
3: I've heard from more than one person.
1: Holy shit! Like
3: two. But they're saying that this is probably the best beer I've ever
1: made. This is no. This, this is, is like, a spectacular.
2: Yikes! <laughs> it's eight point
3: two percent. I think the menu.
2: Says. If if you told me it was zero point zero percent, there is zero burn. There is zero to this. This is made with
3: a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent. Sorry. It's made with majority of um, two tracks Dakota malt, which is like their Vienna slash um, Munich malt, and uh, also has some. Uh, amber dme in it so which is dry malt extract so yeah but so we've we've come out with a few high avv high av ABV beers um our first one we came out with it was actually a scotch ale and our our grain capacity or our mash tun is very is limited about 230 pounds and you can't you can get without sacrificing volume you can get you only can get so much sugars out of it or whatever by the grain so we use dry malt extract to Increase the mm-hmm. sugar content, so we did that for both of them. And uh, fist fight was a nine point two percent Scotch ale, oh, and that thing was a huge <laughs> I love the, the name. Is, yeah, yeah, fist fight. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's actually named after a uh, fist SNL. fight. <laughs> it's named after an SNL sketch, um, which was a lot we talked about last time. Yeah, oh yeah. So it was uh, it was uh, with Dave Grohl, Ashton Kutcher. Uh, Bill Hader and Fred Armiston and they're playing at Fred Armiston's daughter's wedding and they brought the band back together and their band name was Social Distortion (laughs) and their song they played at the wedding was called Fist Fight.
0: Yes.
3: (laughs) Yes. And so that's what it was. It was Fist Fight and it'll be back here this next fall and that that beer went over gangbusters and then so yeah so for a little bit around uh, St. Patrick's Day we had Fist Fight and No Leaf Clover on two imperial kind of Imperial beers, and they just—they're great.
2: <laughs> we we cut it out of the conversation last time, but I have to have to ask: Have you made a beer named Cork Soaker? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, but I've actually been talking to
2: Tim Nissen up at Nissen Vineyards,
3: and I want to get a some wine chips or how like some kind of wine, and then put it in a beer, or like like the beer chips that they soak their wine in, or whatever, like the barrels, and put it in a beer and soak it, and then that'd be called Corks. Nice. Yeah, you want you
1: a name like that. You want to have the right beer at the right time. Yeah. So, you don't want don't rush into you that. You don't want to cork
3: that. That's, that one's got to be yeah. very planned out, very yeah.
2: meticulous. You don't want to cork soak when yeah. it's too soon. Yeah, yeah. If you're
1: soaking corks, you gotta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And then, uh, yeah. Same with another beer name that we haven't yet to. I love the name, but like night moves. I oh, just yeah. waiting oh. for that yeah. right beer to name that one.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Are you a big Bob Seeger fan? I love Bob. Seger. Yeah. I was
3: was hoping to get here before you guys did, and I was going to have Jay Giles' band blasting on the radio, but I didn't get
2: here. We'd We'd have to clear it. And we don't have a budget, so we don't have a budget to do that.
1: Pretty sure there's some laws behind, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. For sure, yeah.
2: what are they going to do? Sue us for nothing? Yeah. <laughs> Here, take it all.
3: You ain't, we ain't making any money off this. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at some, eight, eight our, ass calf. Our partnership <laughs> with the
2: Nebraska Craft Brewers Guild is purely a partnership. There's no,
3: <laughs> there's no monetary value whatsoever to it. It's just us trying to get the good word out about a craft.
2: For folks who might actually listen to this and then turn around and come to Lagerfest or. You know not saying that this is the cause for them coming out but when people interact with you at a beer fest they will, you want to be interacted with yep. right you want to have a conversation yep. about I that beer love to. Yep. yeah
3: yeah and i want to yeah talk to you about it and if if you shit, if you just want to drink it and just say oh, that's a good beer thank you yeah
2: if yeah. you if you
1: go to Lagerfest, go to go to Reed, uh big hair and and be like yep. hey uh you know we heard about you on wannabe and he'll give you a free beer
2: at Lagerfest. At Lagerfest. Only at Lagerfest. Yeah, fest yeah, yeah. <laughs> Redeemable yeah, at Lagerfest. only at Lagerfest. He and, and might honestly, give you
3: two. Honestly, if you bring it up here and I'm coincidentally in the tap room, I
2: might buy you one. Ooh, oh, yeah. If damn. you say you listen to Wannabe Walk-Ons and you come and you tell Reed, there's like a 70-30, flip that, 30 70 37% that I'm
3: actually in here. I usually yeah. come in here after golf. So if I golf that day, if it's in the wintertime, probably not. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: I'll probably be in here, but just not after golf.
2: So yeah. we, are, we are a Nebraska football podcast as well, yes. in addition to beer, and we've got 12 games coming up soon. Do you have any predictions for Nebraska? Do you have any, any thoughts on Nebraska football for the people who are football fans who are listening to this podcast and like, when the fuck are they going to talk about football? <laughs> 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 a- anything uh, on, the, on the horizon on that front?
3: I don't even know who we're all playing. I've been so just single-mind tracked. Um, I'm hoping to make it to a game. Yeah? I'd love to, yeah. I'd love to take Haley to a game this fall whether it happens or not who knows but uh, I haven't been to a game in probably five six years So that's
1: I'd probably guess. for the better yeah yeah for, I mean for like for your, mental health yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For, mental health, <laughs> yeah for, for your well being and not just for,
3: our, like, well-being, God, it. for our well yeah well being and mental health we probably should get to a game that, no I think I think they'll do alright I think I don't know the way that last season ended I think we'll Go out there and give our best That's all you good can do. Right? You, like, know you know what? Such right? good coach that's speak. Right? Yeah. 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 You know they, they Guys, it's all about having fun, right? You know, at the end yeah. of the day, it's all you know. All it's can all do just, just do what we our can be- do. Yeah. do our best.
2: Control what we can control. If
3: you yeah. leave the field, don't feel like you gave it your all. Get the fuck off my team. <laughs> there you go.
1: There you go. That's yeah. that's, that's that's a great sentence. If Scott Frost doesn't say "Get the fuck off my team" at least once in a press conference this year, I don't know what we're doing. We didn't do it right. Who is he yelling that at, though?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is he yelling at that? The the, the media? Like, get the fuck off my team. (laughs) (laughs) Or Sam McEwen or Steve Sipples, like... Now, that's assuming that the media is even on his team at this
1: point. No, (laughs) I don't don't uh, think it is. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Reed, we
2: really appreciate your time. We really appreciate your beer, your hospitality, everything that you've done for this podcast. Um, We know that you're not only someone who's shared your time, you're a listener, Uh, on occasion and you make incredible beer but you more importantly make us feel welcome every time we come out here and if if there's one thing we can say to all of our listeners is we highly encourage you making the trip not only to Hardington but exploring northeast Nebraska breweries there's there's so much out here to offer um, and these places are wholly unique to the area and to their towns Um, so just thank you I mean from the bottom of our hearts last year it was a joy We, we couldn't have been happier to visit you guys in this year. It's yet again a treat to to spend some time with you. We make it for everyone. I am glad I'm a part
1: of everyone. I am. It's nice to be a part of the group included deeply.
2: So thank you very much. That does it for this go around. We want to give a big thanks to Reed and Big Hair Brewhouse for allowing us to kick off our second season in Hardington. If you'd like to check out all the goings on at Big Hair, visit their Facebook page by searching Big Hair Brewhouse.
1: We also want to thank everyone who tuned in to this week's episode. If you have anyone who you think would enjoy a listen, we would truly appreciate your
2: recommendation. Remember to do your part. Drink local beer wherever you are. If you have any breweries you'd like us to sample on the show, visit wannabewalkons.com to submit your recommendation.
1: And don't forget to follow us on social media at wannabewalkons for any and all show
2: updates. And finally, please subscribe to Wannabe Walkons podcast through your favorite podcast platform. Season two is underway, and new episodes will be dropping every Tuesday at 11 a.m. through the Nebraska football season.
1: Join us next week as we begin our 2022 season preview with Nebraska's non-con opponents.
2: Thanks for listening, and as always, drink Big Red. Drink Big Red.